0: All right, everybody, this is D. Hall, a.k.a. Daniel, a.k.a. the host, one half of the host of the What the Who's podcast, here with you, episode eight, and I got a special guest. Please introduce yourself.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited, man, and I appreciate you, you know, showing love and and appreciating my work, but yeah, my name is Jerron Pierre Matherine. You might see me on Twitter wolfing a little bit as under the uh, tab of the Matherina agency, but I, I like to go around, you know, try to find different players, try to hype up some players who I believe need the attention, uh, try to be like a voice of reason for people who might not go to certain areas or might not be used to certain styles of play or certain players. I, tr- I try to be that guy to, you know, break ground and, and kind of talk to the players uh, show that, you know, Kind of you know where they're coming from, just kind of get to know them a little bit, and like I said, it's all about just bringing attention to the players and uh making sure we highlight the players' games that need to be highlighted for the most part
0: and uh and yeah, like i said I'm, I'm I'm a big fan, and uh I like to keep up with the tweets I always keep up with a lot of you guys, and I like to see you know we break bread every time we see each other in the gym and and just real fast
1: talk about how you kind of got started being you know a ta- a talent evaluator. All right, so ma- mainly uh, I went to Valdosta State, and e- even before that, uh, I went to Holcomb Bridge Middle, which that school branched out to Centennial, so, you know, being uh, having friends close to, like, Lorenzo Brown, even uh, Robbie Johnson, like, I-, I knew of Rob Johnson before he even knew T S F was in his work, but just kind of, mm-hmm. like, the areas I grew up in, Fulton County, A very big sports area. Also kind of grew up with Alvin Kamara, the running back for the Saints. Uh, We lived in the same neighborhood. Like, you know, these players like him were going to school right there. Uh, Then high school, went to Sequoia. Uh, You know, kind of picked up more of my passion for sports there between basketball and football. Got a chance to play both. Uh, Went to Valdosta State, as I mentioned. And there is where I actually met Alex Ireland, who's now the head coach at Dalton State. And he was a substitute teaching for uh, one of the assistant coaches. And it was there I overheard him talking about basketball and coaching and how he was a, a grad assistant himself. So I brought it upon myself to talk to him and be like, you know, possibly becoming a manager or just doing anything the way I can get around the basketball scene and seeing how officially at the collegiate ranks, Division Two, how the recruiting process works, how you guys break down film. Uh, how you guys practice, so I got a chance to you know be like a body in practice uh be around uh different game environments, seeing how they do the scout reports and I was actually filming the games there as well uh on game days I'll be up That's in the good. press box uh filming off the Mac and just had a little tripod set up going back and forth, so video coordinating uh anything around sports in a video camera i I've been pretty. That's pretty much what got me into this whole mix. And then, again, like you said, chopping it up with your friends, breaking bread, and, and just talking about sports. And then your thoughts, seeing it play out on TV or different athletes, it kind of shows you, like, all right, you, you kind of know what you're talking about. You, you know what to, like, look for, and, you know, just putting it, putting your, ac- your words behind your actions and, and going to different tournaments and, you know, seeing it pan out there as well. And, and, like, what are some things when, you know, as you got – when you getting started into the talent,
0: talent evaluator process, um, I tell everybody, you know, even though I'm behind the camera, I still know a lot, you know, about the game. And I can, I can tell – and I, I always joke with you. I know we go back and forth. From, I always have a joke. For me, it's simple. You give me three highlights, <laughs> and I'm going to say you'll a Go. So you, know, I, I, now I said I couldn't be it because I give, I probably give too me, too much people much credit because all I need is three buckets. If you give me three back to back to back buckets, I'm good with you. you. You know, you get a, you get a star in my book. So, but no, no, no. What are some of the things that you look forward to or that you look into when you're kind of evaluating talent?
1: Yeah, yes, sir. Like that like you talked about. It. The main thing is, is like you said. We we always look for you. Want to look for size. How how players move at a certain size and and how they move on the court so size is a big thing uh a lot i like to call it the the new style of basketball so the what used to be a standard five can now play uh you know one through the five so i try to see how mobile you are how uh the size your potential uh how you react to certain things on the court how you play within a system how you play with your team are you positive do you uplift your teammates um you know when your team is winning are you happy even if you're not scoring a lot of points uh i like to see like i said i look for leaders i like dogs i like i like to see the passion come out on the court i like to know that basketball is is your number one passion i can see that through your style of motion your style of play your energy uh i look for uh, you know good teammates how they react with their coaches how their body language is on the bench all those little things can add up to, you know, finding a really good prospect and, and, you know, kind of being able to tout some pretty good talent. And as you, as you kind of say that, those are some of the things.
0: I also, I know some of, I asked a couple other Italian talent evaluators the same thing. I was like, what are some of the key? And they said, translate. What what parts of their game can actually translate to the next level? And I was like, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense too, because we all know, you know, in high school, you can take plays off. You can take defense off and just worry about offense. So we all we done we done seen it in, in every aspect that we, we you know that we've you know been able to cover it so much. So um and what and I do wanna take I do wanna take a quick second before I you know we move on with the podcast. I do wanna say a special shout out to uh Marcus uh, Marcus Burnett, SUV T V and Lisa oh, Burnett. They're 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 the goats. They're they're the goats. Oh, definitely. I, will, I will I will give them you know, they flowers while they're here. They they are the guys. Exactly. They, they they took chances, you know, on myself, and I know they took chances on you, uh, you know, to be able to give them, give us a platform to be able to do what we kind of love when others wouldn't, because Lord knows when I applied in college, boy, I tried all of them. ESPN, right. Turner, right. Fox, right. NBC, I did it all, and I and nobody, you know, I didn't hear anything back, but They gave me a chance, you know, they gave, I know they gave, like they gave you a shot and at least, you know, gave us a platform to be able to, to even start doing, even doing something like this is just to give you that wing space, that platform. But I do want to say, you know, special uh, shout out to them, uh, them two for what they've done, especially for the, for the state of Georgia and what they've done with their, um, I call it their empire
1: yes the sir oh, yeah, they built they, they
0: building they build the, the empire is almost it's almost done
1: it's no, like the, I, I they, the death say, star I, is I, I almost say, there i used to say that you know the main thing was you know having the suv help me kind of get to that level of working for like a espn or a fox sports but to me i see suv tv as, as the espn for for high school sports you know yep. definitely I, basketball and like part of my passion along with basketball is football and soccer as well. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I would like to get my voice out there and put out more work out there to get SUVs hands in both of those sports as well. So they can just take over the high school sports segment as a whole. So like you said, big shots out to to them for building what they're building, helping people like us Mm -hmm. kind of break in, getting us access to very high level talent, players, and people. So, like, big shout out to SUV exactly. TV. You know what I said we got to make, got to make
0: sure we give them their flowers. Awesome, yes, sir. Got to give them their flowers. And so, I translate to the to the Georgia Elite Fall League. That's the the biggest reason why I wanted you to get on to the pod today. Um, I know you got a chance to do a lot of the commentary for some of the games, and um, just wanted to go over some stuff with you about that. Uh, who did you like, and you know, what are some of the teams that you liked, and some of the players? So, what what were some of the things that you noticed about the fall
1: league? Well, the biggest thing for me, I think I even talked to you about this a little bit last year, was seeing what team was going to kind of rebuild and, and, you know, reload after losing their graduates and and some college hoopers. But my eye, ever since last year, seeing how their core was mainly consistent of juniors Mm -hmm. and and a lot of them were coming back, they had a family atmosphere. My My main first look was at Pebble Brook, and I was wanting to see how Pebble Brook came out. And they they answered the they answered from the the opening right. tip you know they lost Caleb Washington, big time recruit, uh, but they were able to replace him with Aaron Reddish. It felt like and they traded, he, like
0: like I tell everybody, yeah, I'm hearing everybody like, you know, I feel that,
1: bro, that, that, high, school free, high school high school basketball. I was, a, I was a trade right there.
0: Yes, high school basketball free agency is better than NBA free agency, and was, I don't go into definitely. logistics about it, but let's just say. High school, I don't care No, I say high school. Your high school basketball has more intriguing storylines than the NBA free agency yes. sometimes. I'm just saying. Like you said, if
1: you're really familiar with, with the high school scene, you, you might look at it as a transfer or you might look at it as a trade. It's up to however you want to put it. But, Exactly. But Pebble Brook definitely made a trade, you know, that to, to help them out, gives them more length. Aaron Reddish, like six 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 seven 6'7", guard. Long on the wing, you complement that with Danny Stubbs players like Jamal Kleist, Shirley they had so much experience on their side that was the main thing that gravitated me to them the most is that experience and how coach George Washington over there he he builds like a family it's like you can see their family oriented they all stick together it it was it was it wasn't much of a successful season last year, but you never really had to question players kind of opting out or, or trying to find different schools, you knew they were coming back with a mission and, and a goal in mind, and you can see that from the opening tip at the Fall League, like I said, so Pebblebrook was was definitely a team that I had my eyes on. Uh Grayson, Grayson, you know, being nationally ranked last year, mm. that five they put out with uh Davon, who's now mm-hmm. at Mississippi State, to Mary Lane, who's now at Winthrop, uh, they returned Ian Shefflin, uh, definitely a team that rebuilded it well. Uh, guards like Tyrese Elliott, uh, that kid's gonna be a Alabama. problem. He, he's yeah, gonna he break a lot Alabama. of hearts. Uh, I, I didn't want to say it too much, but he, he's a kid I can see in seven, eight, break, breaking some hearts and doing some damage. <laughs> come tournament time, that I mean, that kid can go. Uh, another couple schools, Milton. Uh, you know, they're the they're the young bucks of uh, yeah. uh, Georgia. But those those are some. That's a pretty pretty deep team. I, I'd say not this year. They still got some things to work out a little bit of maturity to figure out. But Milton, they're they're going to be a problem in the next couple of years and the years to come with Bruce and Carlisle, Mm -hmm. uh, Kendall Campbell. They got the senior leadership and Brock Bidwell. You know, those are a couple of the teams I was really looking at and saying, like, you know, these are the teams that are loaded, that can do some problems, and uh, can make a deep run come state tournament time as well.
0: And I I noticed – I just run over some other teams that uh, – what did you like, kind of like from them? I noticed uh, – I noticed one team that stood out to me, uh, Norcross. I knew, it looks like Norcross is going with the youth movement. Uh, the Newton boys, The, the uh, shout-out to Barry. Shout-out oh, to my boy, Barry Browner. Shout-out to true. Barry. Uh, they got the youth movement over there as well. I noticed that. And I think people are going to sleep. I mean, we talked about this off the record, uh, like like a team like McEatron. I
1: thought like they are going to have
0: to do it by by committee. They can stay yeah. together and do it by committee. I think they can make some, you know,
1: some noise too. Um, yeah, most of that. Like you said, with Newton, uh, that's another team that I would tell people to keep their eyes on circle them. Try to catch a game once or two this year if they can. Newton has probably the best – It's there, between them and Milton have the best mix of young players. And, and it's just – you can see that with, with Stephon Castle and Marquavius Brown, TJ Clark. Uh, Ashton Penn, they were throwing freshmen, sophomores out there that yeah. were scoring, <laughs> yeah. running the system, you know, running everything as if they have been there three, four years. And uh, Coach Gibbs, that's another one on, on Newton, the coaching staff at Newton. I don't think they get a lot of credit as yeah. they should. We talked about Barry, uh, one of the guys that was uh, on Georgia Who Circle with us, did a mm-hmm. lot of stuff with us last year. Um, these are guys that are committed to the game and committed to their their staff and, and their players. So, you know, expect the best from those guys, those guys in the future for sure.
0: Yeah, I also like the uh, – I like a little bit of like, – I like what I saw from Sandy Creek because you know what you're going to get from Jabari, but I also like that they definitely got a point guard that they needed and with Miles Rice, and he had a great summer with the oh, Celtics yeah. through the, during the COVID um, – I call it the COVID pandemic. I, I wanted to get in – I'll get into that after this one real fast, but – um, your take on the the uh, COVID AAU season, but to try to end it. Of course, yeah, you got pace. You got pace as always. Going to be there, Coach. The goat, the goat of Georgia high school basketball, Coach White. Yes. Got he got the, he can do the Jordan. You know the Jordan photos, <laughs> the Jordan <laughs> rings with all the rings on the right, finger, the Jordan foes. I would love to. Right. I bet you he has that picture somewhere in his office. At his crib, because I know I would. <laughs> you know,
1: you you know, like, you like to stay humble in public, but behind exactly. closed doors. He gonna, know, he, is, he, he gonna talk guys, his he's <laughs> he gonna talk his ish.
0: you know he gonna talk his ish.
1: <laughs> I like those guys as
0: well. And I didn't I didn't get a chance to see a lot of uh, South Cobb. Um, I didn't get uh, them I saw a little bit of Lambert and I saw a little bit of your school sequoia. I did like Dylan Wolf. Oh like yeah, a, Dylan, Dylan, like, Dylan Wool. Yeah, He was
1: to hey, be a he problem. Twenty twenty two kid that moves more from Wool, everywhere. Yeah, He's a he walking twenty two piece. Dylan, Dylan's gonna be a problem. Most yeah, definitely. He, he and then of course you know Kel. They got
0: Scoot. Um, I wish I wish Joyful could have stayed, but you know there's circumstances. You know, I, but I, I felt like I felt like Scoot uh, Scoot Scoop gonna be the Colin Sexton. The Colin era is like everybody gonna want to come to the show to see Scoot. Uh, you know, see what Scoot going to do next over there at Kale. And um, they, they got a lot of – built a lot of talent around him for his next two years and his run. And um, we'll come back to the fall league because I got one more question. But I uh, wanted to get back to the, the, to the COVID and the, uh, the pandemic AAU season. What were some of your thoughts about uh, that? And how did, you, how did you think about
1: how it kind of turned out? I think it I think with, with the resources in Georgia and, and mm-hmm. you know the different venues we have and, and all the people committed to the tournaments and, and AAU, I think it worked out pr- fairly well for the most part. Once we mm-hmm. you know we got the regulations, figured out how to get everything done. I was very pleased with how rampant and quickly we were, you know, hosting and, and putting up tournaments and you know getting back into the groove of things. And that that's why, you know, I think Georgia hoops gets the the reputation that they get it's not necessarily always the players i think we have some of the best media resources and just people behind the scenes working to help these players out the most so the minute you know there could have been tournaments going on in other places but the minute we hear a tournament in georgia there's at least five to seven to ten different media crews out there ready to capture what's going on ready to put highlights out and ready to get players names out so I think all in all Georgia did a really good job in you know following the guidelines getting players back on the court making sure tape and players had enough tape and, and things like that to get out the college coaches and through you know again SUV TV mm-hmm. and, and other pe and other places were able to you know have coaches stream the events and you know if they couldn't make it or you know due to the to the COVID protocols they were able to still watch from home and you Know, have enough copies and, and tapes to you know always go back and, and rewatch it. So, I think they did very well, and I uh, was very pleased to be a part of it. And, um, that, that's why I said I think that was the biggest thing for
0: me as well. I know personally, I, I did get it, it was weird because, like you said, when you're trying to keep up with the, and I'll be the first one to say it, I'll go ahead and say it on the record. I, I, I missed. I miss not having EYBL because that's my chance to get to see the national kids,
1: right? And, right. You know, the,
0: uh, under I mean Adidas circuit and then Under Armour. I, I'm not gonna lie, I did miss that. But I, you know, you understood the circumstances and the time, and and I did started to think it was like, wow. Every and this is coming from a I know from a talent evaluator uh, standpoint is different from like a videographer. So I'm I'm thinking from the video videographer side, it was like, all right, man, I'm trying to keep up with certain people, but each weekend it was like they were with a different and so it was so hard to keep up with. So after a while, and it it got so confusing, but I understood, you know, I understood the process of it because for a lot of those kids that was big and they lost, it was already a hurdle enough to get, you know, looked at and seen. And then something like this happens, it's even more. Right. Hurdle. So I, you know, like I said, I understood it and I got it. It, like I said, it was definitely a different spring and summer, something that hopefully we can get back to, uh, to normal um, right some normalcy hopefully but i we, we i talked with another friend of mine and we're like people do just think like january the first 2021 it's just going to end it's just going to stop like no it's not going anywhere no time soon so
1: exactly, <laughs> we'll exactly. Have to, you
0: know we have to find the ways to adjust you know adjust accordingly so and that leads me to that topic um how do you think the COVID rules are going will affect
1: high school basketball season I think you know mainly anything new that's implemented it'll take some time to get used to uh definitely those rules that we saw the no jump ball little things like that teams are gonna have to get used to that that's that might it. come into some favor as far as far as you know plays maybe teams having inbound sets and things like that. that but
0: yeah
1: as far as uh for the for the most part, I don't think it it hindered the game too much maybe, you know maybe as far as the uh, occupancy of fans that can come might might have to slow down, uh, you know, yeah. get lower and things like that. But as far as COVID, I think I, again, as long as you're you're staying safe, following the protocols, uh, masked up, keep your distance. Yeah. You know, the season shouldn't be interrupted too much. We haven't heard much about players coming out with new cases or yeah. teams having to you know shut down things because of cases rising. So. Everyone just stay clean, stay, you know, keep following the rules. And, and I feel like we should have a pretty good season uh, th- these upcoming months.
0: Yeah, because I've, I've heard a couple – spoke to a couple coaches. or a couple, uh, like, assistant coaches told me – I don't know how it's going to be, if it's going to be, like, a county per county basis like it was in football. But, you know, they said one was, like, a 30% capacity um, in, the, in the gyms. And then the other one told me that for their for their school – I won't name the school, but their school – their home team, each player and coach on staff can only get two tickets to the home games. Oh, wow. I said, "Wow!" wow. <laughs> I said, things like that, that <laughs>
1: stuff like that, uh, that, that might cause cause some problems and friction. But yeah, I think again, if everyone keeps it keeps the main focus on the players and knows yeah. about the players and stuff, I, I think you know we should be fine, and, and yeah. everyone should be able to move accordingly if, if if you're not able to get in the game i'm sure there'll be ways to stream it and, and watch exactly. it and i think i think that'll be like the biggest thing i think a lot of people will look more to stream in the events and, and and you know it'd be a good chance for you guys you videographers to get out there and, and you know help with you guys' content because they're gonna need people getting these players games and footage and things out yeah. like that and like i said that's
0: one, one thing i kind of looked in the back was like keeping the back of my mind like man let me make sure that you know, we'll be able to still be able to have access because I know I've been playing around with football last couple of weeks uh, with my guy, uh, BJ, he's, uh does uh, at V2R Sports, he does football and certain certain counties have rules um, that, you know, they won't let you in and then others will. So, but I was like, football is bigger space, so it's a little different and you're outside. So, I know, I know being indoors, that'll probably cause some kind of, um, you know, limitations and, and stuff like that. So my my next question I had for you was, what are some of the storylines that you had going into the season
1: going into the uh 2021 season? Like I said, the main main thing was seeing how most of these teams kind of rebuilded and reloaded, like like you talked about with Pebble Brook, with Grayson losing some pieces, how they were able to come back. Uh this new classification is all these teams moving around. Man, going to different Ooh. regions, different classifications. That's gonna be interesting to see. I was, I'm ready to see how they match up, yeah. uh, how they're, you know, how they're able to adjust and and kind of get used to those different regions. Uh, we we got a bombshell today in a big transfer out of South Cobb. So mm-hmm. with Zacho Littleton going over to Osborne and seeing how these new players fit in with their new transfers and and new schools, you know, all of that is all is what I'm looking forward to. It's, we we finally got like a date as you said if you say that you know in a couple of weeks uh yeah. the season should be starting but uh this, next, you know, this, uh this monday will be the first day of tryouts right so you guys said you said keeping up with kind of like the transfer wires seeing all the news going on just ready now that we have a date and, and are able to kind of focus on the season just getting into these gyms now and seeing what these teams are working with to kind of you know build up my, my knowledge of, of more of these teams that, that were didn't get a chance to participate in the fall league and things like that.
0: And uh I we'll just go over like for the ones that I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but who who would you have as your just some of your favorites in seven eight?
1: Favorites in seven eight, I can do that for you. Like I said, I was definitely <laughs> I am Pebblebrook. I'm um, Ian Newton, uh I am Grayson. Uh, and a couple of teams that weren't, like you said, that weren't in there that i, mm-hmm. I, that I um been keeping up with. I like Burkmar. I'm, I'm interested to see how yeah. what Burkmar we'll can back, do. Yep. Not a lot of people were talking about them. Uh, Malik Ewan and J- Jamari Hill had a pretty big summer for Team Huncho. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to see how they're able to take that next step. A little older, years pass by, seeing if they're ready to take on some more responsibilities. Uh, Cherokee looking at them, they finally got their yeah. point guard uh over uh DJ Potts Hurd, transferred over from Woodstock, throw him in with Tylen Owens and Elijah Tucker. You know, they got it, they got a little something that they, they can, mm-hmm. you know, come out with and, and make some noise. But like I said, the the main team in 7A I'm looking for, I'm all in on is that Pebble group. Man, they—they they have the depth, the coaching, hey, they, the listen, they, were, they was my pick last year, but
0: I didn't know the brackets were gonna have them playing in like second round, and
1: right, right, run, and, and then, that's, then that's like I, I Pepperbrook looked good, how but then they, they realized
0: they had to go to Grayson, and the look on their face was just like uh, it
1: killed like that's all the a, moments on their head. it was, it was that year where they was like, all right, we, we see what we got, we see what we can do. Next year, senior year is all out. Jamal Clydes looks like he's taking on that role of, yes. of being the team's leader. He he's so energized every game yep, on energy, the bench yep. on the court. It's just I, I I can't I can't take my eyes off of what they're building and in the, in the group that they have, man. Yeah, because I I like I said
0: as much as uh you know Grayson lost a lot, but it looks like they got a lot back. I think they had they look like the biggest front line in in seven 8 you know, or even in the state at this point because you got what. Ian, you got Tajay Kelly, and you got uh, Chauncey Wiggins, and if they have him oh, yeah. playing three, that's gonna be dangerous. And with him at the three, so that's even like I so said, that's even crazy. Um, like they you, got over. Uh, they got Robert
1: Cowherd come over that's there right. too. from Denmark. Yeah, they got their shooter, and it's just like you said. Even they were one of the teams that that put out a true freshman on the court, and even he looked like he can fit right in with them some games. So. Exactly. It definitely got, got my eyes on Grayson as well as being a team that, that can just pick up right where they left off last year. So who are you liking
0: in uh, 6A? And I feel like 6A, is, even though Wheeler dropped down to them, I still feel like 6A is wide open. I feel like yes. them, and, them and 5A are just wide open.
1: Definitely. 6A, like you said, Wheeler, they, like, they not have a chance to defend their championship per se, but seeing them go down to 6A, having to deal with the likes of Kel, and, You know, Scooter Henderson. He's coming. He's coming hard every week, night in, night out. And another team I've been looking at is Alexander. I saw they got they got some pieces yeah. coming in. Yeah, uh, they I did. Think, yeah, they, they. I think they could be a pretty good program. A uh, good coaching, a uh, good team play. So those are the two teams I'm looking at in the six A group. Uh, most definitely, Kel, Alexander, along with Wheeler, and seeing how they how they rebuild. And, uh,
0: and uh, go
1: ahead. Go ahead.
0: Um, who was the, was the other six eighteen I was looking at? Yeah, dog. I don't. I don't lost the lost my paper on them. But yeah, those are the those are some of the, the teams. Um, and oh, that division—that's what it is. What I think it's what Wheeler, South Cobb, kill are they all in the same division? I think. In the same region.
1: Yes, I think something like that. I'm
0: trying to look it up now. I forgot to look it up, but I want to say it's them three in that heavy region, that um that are going at each other. So let me see if I can find it
1: real fast. No,
0: oh, I can't find it. Yeah, don't get- So, yeah, it's
1: Kel, Kennesaw, Mountain, Lasseter, Osborne, South Cobb, Wheeler, Pope, who's another sleeper. Pope, yeah, Pope was – yep, that was the other one too. Yep, Allatuna. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a really good group right there. And like you said, yeah. Wheeler, they're coming in heavy, locked and loaded and looking to – repeat as best as they could, but that, that like you said that's a very, really good group right there then to compete with. Another team I'm looking at in 6A is Centennial, man. Centennial, they got a pretty nice little squad they put together. Kyle Duncan, Logan Turner, mm-hmm. KJ Spoonie, uh Callway. They have a. I I'm keeping my eye on Centennial. Uh they have a new coach coming in as well. So it could be a, a special season for those guys over there. Logan Turner Coming off the injury, you know, expecting him to have a big senior year, lead these guys up with Kyle Duncan. So that's another team I'll keep my eye on in uh, 6A. Yeah, those are uh, – that.
0: like I so said, yeah, okay, I just found it. Dead. I also like um, – I like your – I wonder what Shiloh has left coming back. Right, right. I wonder what they they have. And Buford is another team to look out for. I feel like they're always going to be able to, uh, to make some noise out there in 6A. And then uh, – you still got Langston Hughes, you got, um, you got Westlake. I want to see what Westlake has left, even though I know they lost Dylan Hunter um, to a prep school, but, you know, I feel like they're still going to have some pieces, you know, that are still around that they can make some noise. And I'm trying to think that's all I see. Yeah, even, in the, even in my old high school, Douglas County region, I think it's just Alexander. Carrollson usually keeps a pretty good uh, –
1: program in there. So in 5A, who are you looking at in in 5A? Five A? This is this is where it get it gets interesting <laughs> for me. Definitely gotta do some more homework on these yeah. guys and get more familiar. But five A, I like Eagles Landing. I know they lost uh some of uh, pretty key pieces in or uh, Krishan thrash mm-hmm. and uh forgot the other guy's name. Uh he was uh Keith Lamar
0: I believe. Yeah, Keith Lamar, uh, yep, yep, he was another good one. I got a chance Keith to Lamar, but man, yeah, they, I got a they chance to go down to their touchdown games. Those two touchdown games last year, that that atmosphere was crazy.
1: Right, and they bring back uh, Jalen Han and uh, David Thomas, two really good point guards. So, I'm like you said, another team uh, kind of had a really strong season last year. I, I'm interested to see how they reload and rebuild with, with those two big guys gone and, and thrashed and, and Lamar, and you know, with those younger guards, how they're able to step up and take over the key role also a big fan of dutch town and, and their mm-hmm. program you know they lost two big pieces as well and uh mm-hmm. jermaine Mann and um cam bryant cam bryant for, yes sir yes sir but they they have a really good coaching staff over there coming off the of championship season as well so definitely interested to see what, what they're uh, gonna bring out there me too
0: I, I was looking just looking at some of the other people in the region
1: i i Tri-Cities,
0: I'm going to keep my on them, you know, because of uh, of Peyton Daniels, and then Woodward, they still got some pieces left from their championship year, and um, I also wanted to look at um, Chapel Hill, because Chapel Hill was in 4A last year, so they move up, so I want to see how they operate, how they do, because they, they had a pretty good, they would give Sandy Creek a run for their money in a couple games that I went to, and then i also hire them. I want to see what Hiram brings back because Hiram had you know they made their run and they 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 got misfortunate with the with what they call the 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 GHSA play uh bracket playoffs you know rumored you know the the rumor was they uh they tanked their region championship so they can be the fourth seed to go play uh Hiram as a one seed so that was the uh, that was the, the the myth that went on. I don't know if like how true it is, but that's what people were telling me. um but i like I like what they had last year in Hiram and I, I know they bring the big man that just committed to Citadel today. I think it was, oh yeah
1: Jackson it was, Price, yeah Jackson he, he Price, was pretty yeah. good, just going to say I got a chance to see them uh, not too a little bit of them not too long ago, and you know, watch them play like you said they had really good size, good defensive group. And with Jackson Price leading that bunch, that should be a, a pretty interesting unit as well.
0: Yeah, 4, 4A would be the division I have to take a little bit more, doing the, doing some more looking, seeing uh, about some of the teams in 4A because I'm more of a, you know, they're a little bit more spread out for me than than I normally would go to. I'm just looking at some of the teams here. And, yeah, there's some of the games that I don't get a chance to get out to. And I know they're going to blame it on my head that I don't get a chance to get out there. But, uh, they'll be all right. And same thing with 3A. I don't know too much about 3A um, as well. I got it. Well, Sandy Creek is in 3A. That's all I really know. And they look like they're going to be in a pretty good little region with Carver, Cedar Grove, and then uh, Reed and Westminster. So those look like some some programs that may give them a run uh, for their money. And 2A that's out of <laughs> that's out of my what's name jurisdiction as well. So. <laughs> I'm not even gonna yeah, lie to you. That's when you start
1: getting up, is, getting <laughs> south.
0: <laughs> yeah, start going south and and a l- little bit everywhere, and then you know you got the one uh, a public, and then one a private. I guess we'll say one a private because I more of closer to them, and well, then I hold on. I think two a, I think uh, didn't pace move up to two a. I want to say, I think they did. Yeah, they they moved. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, they did move up to. They yep, up sure to 2A, did. So they moved to two a. That's I feel like it'll be theirs to lose, but it, you know anything can happen. Um, Daryl, well, Daryl doesn't have Robbie anymore. Robbie went on out to Utah. Um, I read, a – I saw a funny tweet. Somebody tweeted, uh, "Robbie got foes." Thinking Utah got Hoopers. That was
1: hilarious. <laughs> that was that's that's hilarious. the type of energy. You'll break that type of energy up there if you if you watch Robbie practice. You'll think exactly Utah got got nothing but dogs up there. Most of <laughs>
0: exactly, and then private. I feel like private. It's going to be a, another good year. I um, feel like Green Forest should be back in the hunt. They should be
1: back. Yeah, they got some pieces over there too. The two big guys, they, like they said, they came in to the elite uh, fall league with, with two, three dudes over six ten. So mm-hmm. they very scrappy group. Good guards, and you said they they have the size advantage over a lot of these yeah, teams. So.
0: Chase Chase Cormier came in. Yeah,
1: yeah, Chase Cormier. Cormier. He should have a big year as well. The junior Jackson, shooter. Yep.
0: Jalen Jackson came from Douglas County. I mean, from De- Douglas County VA, Westlake. He came over to Green Forest. I feel like they could be in the running. And then you also have Galloway uh, and Arlington. He's been – man, He's he's been playing lights out for yes, – shout, uh, uh, t- oh, hey. t- yeah,
1: shout out yeah, to Coach – is it Tulowisky Coach Coach Shout out to Coach Tulo. Tulo that's my guy. That uh, getting them that game with TSF. That's, that's yeah, a big yeah. game right there. And that, that does wonders for a program like Galloway. Yeah you know, getting those players out there, going against that type of competition. So that's a good look right there for sure.
0: Yeah, I think Holy Innocence will still be around. I know it'll be the Garrison Powell uh, show um, over there at Holy Innocence. So I think they'll still be uh, in the running. And I think – I'm trying to – I remember Walker. I know Omar Cooper went there last year. I want to know what they had. And, then of course, St. Francis, you know, St. Francis is the measuring stick. They'll
1: – Right. Yeah, Keep they still they him. come back. Yeah, they, they still some, bring back some pieces some, there.
0: Yeah, they still bring back some talent. You know, going into uh, the season, so we 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 wrapped up that. So this is what I, the last thing I like to do as we kind of wrap up the podcast. So I call it top five. So I need top five. So for you, I need give me your top five games. Give me your top five games that you've ever been a part of and what i mean by a part of it means you've been you went to it and you saw it with your own eyes um you've commented or you've uh video grabbed, I mean videographer or videoed uh, a game so give me your top 5 i, had, I All right, 3 top categories. 5
1: i'm going to start it with, with the beginning years uh i believe it was last year uh the southwest the cab showdown it was southwest the cab taking on It was Southwest of Cab. Who did they play? Oh, was it Lithonia? It was Southwest of Cab. I can't remember who they played, but that team consisted of Katie Johnson, James Glisson, Maurice Harvey, Terrence Edwards. Eugene Brown and I mean that that team, oh, yeah. I will always say this <laughs> as long as I'm alive if you go to Southwest the cab home game you are going to a party and that was the, <laughs> that was just the vibe that I got those kids they turned the gym up it was it was live it was loud it, it was just the, the DJ was on point exactly. I mean Exactly it it was just, they
0: just one don't understand, those games. bro. It's just something
1: about that, bro. It's the atmosphere. Yeah, that, that atmosphere was everything, man. And that like I said, that team was, was loaded. KD Johnson, Eugene Brown, Terrence Edwards, James Glisson, Maurice Hart. It, it was just so many plays. Dajon Dancil. It was mm-hmm. that team was so loaded. They they were one of the most exciting teams I saw play. Uh, another matchup was that uh, last year, uh, region playoff game between um North Gwinnett and East Coweta. Ended up going into overtime off of Chris Youngblood 3. And man, that that game was energy was rocking. Stadium was rocking. Back and forth, big leads, comebacks, coaching. Everything was was up to par. They
0: they, they did real good with their crowd. Their crowd, right. I I know I went to the next game when they played McEatron and they gave uh, McEatron them all they could handle as far as a crowd. So yeah, I, I know they was, I remember watching a little bit of it on. SUV TV as well, and they they look like a great game to even like you said be a part of and be inside uh, for those what's name so
1: that's what's number three. He gave me four. And five. Let's see, That'd let me number, the three. number three. The number three game. So I had those two. This fall league that uh, Milton uh, Milton Wheeler game. Mm. That New Wheeler game this Fall League. Uh although it was just a preseason game. You had <laughs> it was like TSF versus TSF. <laughs> you had the same the same court consisted of Bruce, uh Thornton, Caden Carlisle, mm-hmm. uh Isaiah Collier, Jaheem Hudson, Cam Walker. I mean, it was just, it was, everyone was out there. You had Mark Edwards coaching Wheeler. He was drawing at everyone. <laughs> he came down to a, a, a Bruce Thornton buzzer beater three. And, and then that just showed you the type of competitiveness. Those It could have been, you know, it didn't matter what with, with the names of the jersey were. It was just exactly. the, the relative and relationships amongst those two teams. Exactly. You, you knew you were in for a good game. So that, that was one I will definitely say was a very entertaining game. Uh, definitely cracked the top five. Uh, What's another one I saw? Oh, yeah. Last year, another region game between – it was New Manchester. I just saw it in my notes. Uh, New Manchester had took on – who was it? Man. I can't think of who they play. New Manchester – Versus, I just saw it.
0: I'm trying to think who. I'm trying to think of who was in that region.
1: I, was, it, was Was it a region Douglas game? County? That's what was it? Douglas County, and then because they had one at the end. Uh, D tops missed a three, I believe, to win it. That was one. Uh,
0: uh was it? Oh no, no! cause that was in a region tournament. Uh, uh, was it? Was it Alexander?
1: No, was it? Was it? They might have been. I think that was the matchup. The new Manchester Alexander came down to the final buzzer. Uh, D tops missed the three, but they were going back and forth all game. Very emotional yeah. game. A lot of seniors on both teams. Yeah, that uh, that's, that's what it had to be. Yeah, that was that was or, that was one right there.
0: Or was it? No, because New Manchester didn't beat Douglas County. I'm trying to think if it was Douglas County. I don't know, but it was one of those. I know it was one of the county, one of the, the two county schools. Because I remember you. I remember asking you to send me the what was the final score of the game? Because I remember you kept telling me it was it was, it was good back and forth. Right,
1: right. I remember that?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then I got one more. The I last one. one. The last one is gonna be. Oh, Celtics. Um, Team Huncho. <laughs> this a uh, this past AAU season game came down to Aaron Reddish. Who had a LeBron James chase down block? <laughs> Literally, he uh he blocked Deloge. it with his elbow, right? I think I got right, that clue. right. Right, the Lodge the had stole the inbound, or he he had came up with a steal on the on the press break, had nothing but an uh, open lane. And Red just came out of nowhere and just beat it off the glass. The game goes into <laughs> overtime, and uh they and Celtics end up winning the game. I think they were down like. 15 at one point to Huncho as well, so that that was a really exciting game AAU game. Uh, that was like back when we were fresh off of, uh, of the COVID restrictions, mm-hmm. so everyone was tight, <laughs> a lot of energy. I mean, th- that was a good game, and I was in the, I was in the call with uh, Joel Hillsman on that one, so mm-hmm. it was definitely he he added to the uh, the theatrics for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I'll I my top five usually changes. You know, I haven't done it since, like, maybe the third or second or third podcast, so I'll, my top five so far since I've added a couple more n- new games to the belt, all, like, even being behind the camera or even being at the games, I'll still never forget. It, it won't be in no order. This is just the ones I can think of. I was talking with somebody the other day, and I still have to say that McKetra versus Norcross game, when McKetra went on their run, uh, to win a state championship, man, that McKetra North Norcross. When I felt when it felt like the whole state of Georgia was at that game because they wanted to see uh, those two teams play at it. Because you know you had Brandon Boston, you had Sharif, you had Isaac, you had uh what's his name, Issa Muhammad, you had uh, Daniel Ramsey, you had Kyle Sturdivant, you had uh what's his name, Uh Eskridge, uh, Kevon Eskridge, you had him. You had Caleb, you had Caleb Murphy, you had Alan Breed. You know, that game was still crazy. Just when I sit back and look at it and think about it, and I always gotta put, I don't I until, like you said, till the day I die, I gotta put in uh Colin Sexton versus Trayvon Duvall, IMG versus Devil and Hoop's Given. That game was crazy.
1: That game was any one of those tournaments, the any what the hoop's given, uh Peach Jail, uh uh, what is it, the, the showdowns, uh, yes, any, anything that that's like those big tournaments where just all of those teams come together and just play each other, no matter the classification or anything, yes. you always get some good battles for sure.
0: Those games. And then I'll I recently I'll say even though it, the game ended up being a blowout, but the hype of the game because I got there early as a month. And I hate – as much as I don't mind that school, but I just hate making that drop and being on the west side of Atlanta going all the way to Grayson. I got there like three hour, three four hours early. The hype was crazy. People were pushing to get in line. I mean, even though the game got out of hand, but you know that still was a that still was a great game just because of the atmosphere. And then, um, looking back, uh, what was the other game? Oh, man, what was the other good? What was the other good? That was what I gave
1: you two. Or I gave you three. That was two. That was two. That
0: was two. All right, so I got three more. So the other one I'll say is the more of the recent ones, um. Now that I think about it, I wish I would have been there. Uh, that Sandy Creek and Woodward, that looked like a good yeah, game. Yeah, that on was – a- On film, it looked like it was a good game. So, you know, oh, yeah. I, count, I count that one in my story because Courtney filmed it. So, that's part of the OST. So, we so I count that as, you know, there too because I saw all the highlights once, he, you know, he said – Right, that right. There, so, so, I felt like that that looked like a crazy game to be a part of uh, uh, was that game. And then the other crazier game too was even though they really – I know they really wanted to win, but they ended up losing. But same same thing again. The year before, uh, the Norcross McEachern, when McEachern lost to Norcross at Norcross, that game was crazy too because everybody was lined up trying to get up there, and it was you know bumper to bumper traffic. And then uh, another crazy. This is gonna be the last one of the like. I'm just going to based off a crowd and atmosphere. Uh, last year, I went to Westlake and Langston Hughes. Okay. And, man, when I tell you, boy, they was not playing. You couldn't bring a book bag in there. They, everybody had their book bags outside of the thing. They barely let media in. And then, man, that game was crazy. That, and then the atmosphere, because like I said, that's a new rivalry because they're back playing each other in the same region now. So that was that atmosphere was crazy. And it was good. And then Dylan, I did not. When Dylan threw that jump off the bat board to himself, you talking about didn't see that jump coming, and he just did oh, that. Oh yeah, that, that, was, that was a highlight crazy. and a
1: half right there. That that highlight made it everywhere.
0: <laughs> exactly. They had uh, they had the fans with the trash bags. Someone said, like, "Y'all trash, y'all trash." They were going back and forth. Man, There was. I just love. I always love those games and that energy and crowd. Right. And they can just, and especially those region games and they they going at it in the robbery games. I love those. And then the uh the first. The first Eagles landing, this will be the last one but the first Eagles landing in Dutchtown game that I got to go to.
1: I remember you one telling that, got me about canceled, that
0: one. That they, they got canceled first and then they, they played it, so I caught the second game. That mm. atmosphere was crazy. Uh and I know they returned I think they played each other in the regional championship um later on that season. But that first game going down there, like they they kept asking us, kept asking us, saying if I get a chance I'll try to go down there and remember we got down there for the first game, lightning hits like a mile away, and the power go out in the school. It's raining, cold rain. I'm looking like, man, I done drove all the way down here and can't even film the game because all of this. I'm looking like, bro, this you here. And then we go back down for the second game, that, uh, the rematch, the first rematch they played, and that game, it was crazy. The atmosphere was crazy. Then we get getting ready to leave. These foes wanna shoot. I'm like, oh, oh they wanna shoot guns and stuff. Like, come on, man. Like, hey, I'm just trying to get home, bro.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: I'm trying to get home. Folks wanna act crazy. They wanna start shooting outside. I said, Lord, so I said, see, just wanna come down here. <laughs>
1: exactly. But it's something exactly. it's still those, something those about that don't though. Exactly. It, it's,
0: it's something about it going down there into that, into that, into that just the atmosphere. You know atmosphere alone, but those are just some of the more recent games that I can remember on top of my head that I just had a fun time um being um being around in those games so man with that yeah any with that we'll go ahead and start wrapping it up here but uh any other things
1: you wanna uh, final words you wanna say for the pod oh uh, no, I just appreciate you uh for having me on here again appreciate you you know uh seeing the work and and, and commending the work and trying to help me get my name out there but like you said, season starts. Or tryouts start Monday. I'm ready to get out there. And you know, I hope to catch y'all or anybody at the gym real exactly. soon. Cause you know, I'm ready to get out there. I play I got my Fridays blocked. Every Friday I plan on being <laughs> at a game somewhere. Exactly. So I'm ready to exactly. go, man. I'm ready to get out there and go.
0: And before we leave, go ahead and plug your socials. Go ahead and blog. Oh your yeah, socials. if you
1: follow, give me a follow. It's uh Twitter is the is the main one. That's at Matherine Agency. M-A-T-H-U-R-I-N-E agency. Just give me a follow and like I said, I hope to catch you at a gym real soon.
0: That's right. So, man, Jeron, listen, I appreciate you for taking, you know, the time out to join us on the pod. I've been trying to get you on the pod for a while now, so oh,
1: yeah, I'm glad oh, yeah, I was I appreciate able
0: to get you on. And like I said, we just, I'm just doing this for fun and you never know what may happen for it. So, uh, but I appreciate, like I said, appreciate your time, for taking the time out and doing this and and like I said, once again, we'll plug our we don't have to plug our socials. You'll see it when we <laughs> when we tweet it out. But you know, sure. again, man, this has been the eighth episode of the pod. Thank you for listening. And uh make sure you like, share, rate it. You know, I'm just trying something off a whim here. You never know what it may take me. But uh we appreciate you guys listening. And uh that's a wrap.
1: All right, we out.